You are listening to the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal But let's look at news and current affairs and let's talk about school. Now everybody talking about school. And uh, I had this conversation with my father yesterday. Just yesterday I had my conversation this conversation with my father and my father was saying but why is it that the school has to select pupils? Why is it that the school itself has to place pupils? Why are they trying to get power over everything? And then we we, 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 we didn't really touch on it, but there's this new draft that will strip school governing bodies of the authority to appoint school principals, their deputies and heads of departments. However, the Department of Education says the bill is instead to address corruption in such appointments and teachers union in KwaZulu-Natal have vowed to oppose uh, the department's draft basic education laws amendment bill, expressing their unhappiness at the bill ahead of stakeholders meeting uh, with uh, basic education minister Andy Matsecha uh, to finalize submissions on the bill. Union says stripping the SGBs of their powers to appoint principals would also strip them of the right to be a part of the school. And the bill also seeks to hand control to the department to determine a school's language policy to prevent the disruption of schooling and curb the spread of corruption in the appointment of school heads. Now, the SGBs are opposing the proposal uh, to be stripped of powers, warning that they would do anything to ensure the power to appoint school heads remained with them. Now, Matakanya Matakanya, the National Association of School Governing Bodies, uh, General Secretary, said... Um, Dire consequences came with denying communities the right to have the say in appointments and the department will be taking them back to the era of apartheid where leaders including school principals were imposed on the community and they aren't about to allow that to happen again. And uh, the, the education spokesperson, Muzi Maklambi, said MEC Kwasi Mashengu believes some of the powers delegated to SGBs needed policy change. Among other concerns is that SGBs are involved in the fixing of posts. Speaking at the National Senior Certificate Award Ceremony in Durban this week, Premier Sihle Zekalala said the bill sought to address chaos and corruption over school posts. And not everyone in the SGB understands education and its changing dynamics. And this contributes to chaos. We need to look at this issue carefully, he said, uh, because it is uh, having a negative impact in the management of schools. And uh, Zikalala said he would have more discussions with Mashenga to find ways to ensure the right people were allowed powers or allocated powers to appoint teachers. And Zikalala's comments were dismissed by the SA Democratic Teachers Union as not being informed by any research. And he said, not all of the members of the SGB are illiterate and clueless about education. There are many SGB members who are highly qualified in various fields. And uh, he urged a continuous existence of the SGBs and they trust them with all the responsibilities, including the appointment of school principals and their deputies, says Satu Provincial Secretary Nomarashia Kuluza. Now, Naptosa is also opposing the bill that removes the power from the SGBs and um, this new bill is aimed at ending corruption in disputes over the appointment of principals. Uh, the National Proce uh, Professional Teachers Organization Executive Director Basil Manuel uh, says governing bodies appointing principals is not a perfect system 
but it is better than what is proposed by the department. And <laughs> I really have to agree with this one. Our SMS looks like our request from Sister Fatima has just come in now, already jumping the gun and beating all the other listeners. Uh, but anyways, uh, coming back to the subject, and I think, you know, this is, it's, it's saddening me because a conversation I had with my dad yesterday, and he's saying, why is this power being taken away from from schools and more power is being taken away from schools and it's becoming more more cold and uh, they, they, there's no there's no passion in it and why is it uh, on uh, that uh, uh, why why is it that this is being imposed on schools or w- why would the government want to be taking control of this but anyways uh, I think this is uh, quite an important topic for us to be discussing and we're going to be speaking to Basil Manuel, I believe, on the line already. Uh, Basil, good afternoon and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, pleasure to be with you. Basil, uh, I think uh, we're sharing the view of, uh, I'm not understanding why government sees the need uh, to get involved in this because uh, school governing bodies to me, it shows, uh, shows passion from uh, people around the school. It shows involvement. In, uh, do you think that this move by government is trying to cut it out? Well, yes, in fact, it has a direct uh, a response that uh, it will then take this authority, this power away from school governing bodies. And, of course, that means that it takes away the authority from, from the parents. It takes away the authority from, from the community because now you are trying to vest that in a small group of people that are within the department. But that's only one part of the problem. By putting it in the hands of these people, how can we assume that these people are not corrupt themselves mm-hmm. when we know that many of them have been appointed through through means that haven't been always above board? We also know that they, because of cadre deployment, will automatically be favoring a certain uh, certain individuals above others. And whilst the, the whole process of the governing bodies involved in this is not perfect, and we say there is room for improvement, we believe that this is infinitely better than trying to vest this authority in departmental officials. Definitely, and I feel like, uh, is, is it like opposing the system? And like you said, that uh, you know, it's not like... Uh, government is 100% above board and there isn't corruption there and we're not going to see maybe perhaps friends or family members being appointed as principals. Uh, but a- absolutely. And, and then the second issue that comes is in is capacity. Now just picture this. In KwaZulu-Natal, to take one province, there were more than 600 principalships advertised in September last year. So that means the department must set up 600 interview panels. Where do they get the capacity and the people from to do that? It, it, it boggles the mind. It simply doesn't make sense that they think they would be able to do that. They, they, the department, the provincial departments and the districts are not showing sufficient capacity now for the job that they are doing. And this is why Naptoza is so vehemently opposed to this. But as a final point there also, it is taking away democracy. The whole idea of parents and governing bodies was to devolve decision-making to the grassroots, mm-hmm. to the people on the ground. And by reversing this, you are actually robbing them of that decision-making process. 
Definitely. And what, what happens if this goes through? Because, uh, I mean, there has to be a unanimous decision on this. And what happens if it goes through? What, what, what will happen to schools, uh, you know, if they find a strange new principal, perhaps from an area they don't know? Because uh, from my understanding, a principal from the area will know the demographics, will know the students, will know what is required and how to control the kids. But uh, what happens if now uh, principals are imposed on schools? Well, that is that is it. You see, uh, we must understand that the community knows what they want, but even the, the 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 management of the school must be involved because they are the people that are going to work with the community, and it's it's it is a, a scheme that is not well thought through. But let me just sketch the process. Remember, this is now the second time. This is being published. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, the comment has been relatively closed to, with, with the unions and the, the parent organizations, and then it must go once again for public comment. And I certainly hope that communities and community organizations, interested individuals, will take the opportunity to comment on this. Because, uh, let me add, that this is not the only burning issue. It is one of the most important ones, but not the only burning issue in this bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, are the burn- what are the issues that, uh, that, that might strike contention? You see, there's also the issue of selling alcohol at school to make a profit mm-hmm. at, at school functions. Now, we've opposed this all along, especially given that there is a problem of abuse of substance, why would you want to allow schools to do such a thing? It doesn't make sense. But we are also being very careful not to be sidetracked by some of these issues which appear smaller but have a major footprint because we don't want to lose the, 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 the picture in terms of the big issues. And uh, over and above that, there's, there's also the, the whole issue about the... Um, the code of conduct of schools where a child could be excluded from the code of conduct as an individual child. And we, we have to question how such a process will work. A code of conduct is supposed to uh, govern the conduct of all the children at the school. Now, if you don't identify with the code of conduct of the school, then maybe you need to find a school where you do identify. But to say, I'm standing outside of the code of conduct as an individual, can you see the drama that that creates? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there are a number of issues, and I unfortunately, we don't have the time today now to look at all of them, but maybe at another occasion we will. But for us, the most burning issue is the um, greater centralization, where everything is being centralized within the education department, to the exclusion of the involvement of parents and the broader community. Definitely, Basil, and uh, for me, it's 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 red flags all over to to, to exclude parents, Absolutely. to exclude people who are passionate about this, because obviously, people who are not interested in schools don't join school governing bodies. It's those who want to see the advancement of the communities, those who want to see their children do well, and those who want to see other children do well also. And I think this is a, a catastrophe, uh, not going against anything the government is saying, but I mean, this is, it feels like a catastrophe waiting to happen. And I hope, uh, I hope whatever happens, happens for the best. Yes, we will fight this. We will try and speak sense into it. 
we will gather unto ourselves like-minded people so that we can oppose this uh, robbing of the community of the democratic values that we have built up over time. I I have to agree with you on this one. Absolutely important this one is, uh, especially at a time where we want to see our students do better in schools. We want to see our students behave better. We're seeing teachers uh, going through quite a tough time last year, but I hope uh, things get better. Basil, we say uh, thank you for speaking to us, and we uh, ask you to please continue fighting the good fight, and we wish you all the best. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Have a good afternoon further. You have a great day. Bye. Basil Manuel, and uh, he's the executive director of the National Professional Teaching Organization, uh, the teachers' organization, and uh, to take away authority from uh, the community and to just randomly place a principle there. And I'm not saying government is corrupt. I'm not saying that... Uh, that it's 100% going to be corrupt. But there's a chance, there's a chance for corruption to seep in. Isn't there? Isn't there, dear listeners of Marka Sahaba Online? Because if you look at it, how can you take away, you effectively eliminating the school governing body? And a decision like this, because at the end of the day, these people, yes, they... Uh, are not uh, proficient in teaching. Yes, they are not proficient in managing a school, but yes, they are proficient in the fields that they are in. And they are passionate, and they want to be involved, and they want to help because uh, I'm not going to join a school governing body just so I can put my cousin uh, as a principal uh, so he can benefit. No, 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 no. People join school governing bodies because they want to see the upliftment of a school. They join school governing bodies because they want to see the curriculum uh, being adhered to. And uh, this, I think, is just a recipe for more chaos. Just a recipe for more chaos. But uh, we'll see uh, what happens with the bull and we'll see uh, what um, uh, what's uh, the Department of Education uh, going to be laying out in the future? But I hope, I really hope the community is not excluded from schools. You are listening to the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah.